The economy is so dynamic right now. It is changing and spiking and dipping so rapidly like we've never seen before that it's not a matter of if, it's very much likely a matter of when you're going to need to rely on multiple streams of income. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call my two cents. And today I'm going to be weighing in on just that dollars and cents. I'm going to be teaching you about multiple streams of income. Matter of fact, this is one of the most popular questions I have been getting lately in my DMs is, should I have multiple streams of income? And if so, how many do I need? And how much should each one be? And where should I get them? Or how do I start them? Listen, there is a smart way. There is a stable way. There is an enjoyable way. There is the right way to create multiple streams of income, which by the way, you must do in this day and age because the economy is so dynamic right now. It is changing and spiking and dipping so rapidly like we've never seen before that it's not a matter of if, it's very much likely a matter of when you're going to need to rely on multiple streams of income. And I think it's for that reason why I seem to be getting this question so much lately. And so I actually want to start by taking you back many, many years. And I want to tell you a quick overview story of when Lori and I realized that we'll never have all of our eggs in one basket again. And when we created our personal income versus lifestyle formula, which I'm going to share with you later in this episode. This episode is probably going to end up being one of the most important episodes to you of all the episodes I've done when it comes to your finances. So approximately, oh, let's see, I guess I probably want to start this story 18 years ago or so. I was one of the fastest rising executives in the banking world. And I was flying up through the ranks, getting a great big promotion with great big bonuses and great big raises every single year. Now, I was young, as in my 20s. I was naive. I was arrogant and ignorant. And I thought it was going to last this way at this pace forever. And so, of course, I did what a lot of other people do in that position. And and that is, number one, they certainly didn't save enough. Number two, they lived or we lived way beyond our means. And number three, we thought it would last forever. And guess what? It didn't. Because when the big recession happened approximately 10 years ago, you already know the story. So many Hundreds of thousands of people lost their jobs, their incomes, their career almost overnight. And we were one of them too. Now, I don't blame the recession. I blame myself because I could have taken care of my money better. Um, I could have been smarter about preparing for the future. I, I could have used more common sense or listened to the people that warned me, hey, listen, young kid, this is not going to last forever. You got to make sure you're prepared. But I didn't. And so I accept responsibility for that. Now, we had to start from below zero and totally rebuild our lives financially. And it turned out bigger and better than ever. And I mean by a landslide. So there's usually a happy ending to it. But it would be my goal for you to never have to go through what we went through in order to get to the point to where we are today. And so what happened was Lori never got a chance to really start a career of her own because 
I would always get these promotions each year and I'd come home and I'd say, hey, babe, pack up the stuff. The movers are going to be here. We're going to move to such and such city, go pick out another house and I got to get on an airplane. I mean, that's literally what it was like. So she never had the need and she never had the chance to really think about a career of her own that would contribute to having multiple income sources. And by the way, if you're listening to this right now, if you're single and you're saying, well, great, but this has nothing to do with me because I don't have someone else who can go out and make another income source. This is not a story for couples. This is a story for individuals on how to know how many income sources to have, how to set them up, where they should come from, what they should look like. And so this is an episode for everyone. I just happen to have a wife or a significant other in my story of uh, not having multiple income sources at first and then deciding that we were going to have them. So what happened was the one day when I came home from work and said to Lori, Hey, babe, you know what? We are so in over our head. I lost my job. Here's the severance package. And we have to start from below zero, get rid of everything and you know start all over again. That was when she said, I will never allow this to happen to us again. And that is when she rolled up her sleeves and said, what do I want to do in life? And went out and created a couple of great income streams around it. Now, that's also when we created our income versus lifestyle formula. In other words, how are we going to live our lifestyle financially versus the income that we are taking in? I'm going to share that with you in a moment. But listen, I really want you to, to understand this is going to likely happen to you at some point for a number of reasons. It might be related to health. It might be related to the economy. It might be related to people coming in and out of your life. Who knows why? But this is going to likely happen to you at some point. And so that's why I share this story in the upcoming tips is so that you don't have to get burnt by it. You see, it happened to my father all the way back, you know, years and years ago when all of the shipbuilding industry in the US went overseas. And it happened to us when the banking industry tanked. And it happened recently when a major network marketing company that's been around forever. They just decided to chop their compensation plan, change it, and everyone lost their major incomes, their residual incomes, with almost no notice whatsoever. Manufacturing in the US is going away. Retail stores in the US are going away. I have a friend who owns a very successful real estate firm that sold over $1 billion. That's billion with a B. They sold over $1 billion last year. And he even says, man, our industry is going to be screwed soon because it's changing so quickly and people aren't going to need to compensate realtors the way they are right now. Same with auto sales. I'm telling you, the economy and industries are changing faster than ever. Jobs and careers are changing faster than ever. And you must plan as though this is going to happen to you because it likely is. Now, it's not all doom and gloom. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to give you a very fair warning, and then teach you how to not end up being a victim for this. So you don't have to be scared. You don't have to be a victim. All you have to do is be prepared. There's a few things that you can do to make sure that you are in great shape no matter what happens. And here they are. The first thing you need to know is our income versus lifestyle formula. Remember, this is the formula that Lori and I created that we said, we're going to live our life on this formula from now on. And so our income versus lifestyle formula is this. Get to the point where if any one of your income streams went away tomorrow, you wouldn't have to change your lifestyle. Let me repeat that. Live as though, meaning financially, you know what you commit to, live as though 
if any one of your income streams went away tomorrow, you wouldn't have to change your lifestyle as a result. You could stay in the same home, drive the same cars, do the same things that make you happy today. You could keep doing them tomorrow if any one of your income streams went away tomorrow. Now, listen, that might sound daunting to some of you and to others of you. You might be like, hey, I got it covered. No problem. But this is real life. Like At this point, you can't say, oh, I didn't know. If you're listening to this right now, you have to say, okay, I now know. What can I do about it? And so the very first thing is get to the point where if any one of your income streams went away tomorrow, you wouldn't have to change your lifestyle. That's the rule of thumb that Lori and I went by. So this doesn't matter if you've got two income streams. It's very simple. If either one of them went away, not just the biggest or not just the smallest, if either one of them went away, you wouldn't have to change your lifestyle. Or if you have three income streams right now, if any one of them went away, the other two could pair together and you wouldn't have to change your lifestyle. Or if you have four of them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you kind of follow what I'm saying there. But that's the goal you want to get to and fast. Now, to get there, there's two different levers you can pull to make this happen. Your lifestyle lever and your income lever. Those are the two levers that you have to address to make this happen. Live a lifestyle that can be sustained mathematically if any one of your income sources went away. And yes, even the biggest, most secure one that you think is going to be there forever, because I've been there, thought that before. And then the other lever is your income lever. Build at least two or more, but build at least two income streams large enough so that if one dried up overnight, your lifestyle would still be supported by the other. This is the lever, by the way, the income lever that stops you from having to live a meager, mediocre, conservative, oh my gosh, the sky is falling type of lifestyle. I still want you to be be abundant. I want you to live as extraordinary of a life as possible. So that's why you got to crank up this income lever and make sure that you are really honing in on your lifestyle lever. Those are the two things to really concentrate on. Now, the next thing to know is this. Of all your income sources, make sure at least one of them is owned by you fully. Let me repeat this. This is the next tip. Of all your income sources, make sure you own at least one of them fully. What that means is it does not depend on anybody else but you for it to continue to be there and be stable. It does not depend on somebody else's uh, leadership or if they make a mistake. It does not depend on somebody else's goals or if they want to be in business anymore. It does not depend on somebody else's idea that maybe they want to make some more profit so they decide to gouge your income. It does not depend on somebody else's product creation or distribution. Don't depend on a boss liking you or keeping you or deciding to operate under the same budget forever. That's what I'm talking about. You must make sure that you own at least one income source fully. It's fully within your control. Now, this is where I get a lot of questions. And it's a very legitimate question. People will ask me here, they'll say, well, listen, what if we both have really great jobs that we love? really great careers that we love, and we don't want to be entrepreneurs? That's a valid question. And this is a very real-life situation. This happens a lot. So all I say to that is be smart. Make darn sure that your careers, your income sources, are in very different unrelated industries. That's the rule of thumb if you both want to stay in a career where you're working for somebody else. 
make darn sure that they are in very different unrelated industries. Or you're setting yourself up for failure. Listen, if you don't like some of these answers, by the way, or if I'm starting to trigger you, by the way, or, or create a little bit of fear, it's a good thing. It's a healthy trigger. It's a healthy fear. It's a wake-up call because you're literally just waiting for one shoe to drop and you are in some serious trouble. And so that's why I say, make sure you fully own at least one of your income sources, fully dependent on you and your talents, nothing else. And if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, then make sure that at least your income sources that you have right now are in very different unrelated industries. So here's a good example. If one of you is a realtor and one of you is a banker or a lender, those are way too closely related. One will take down the other when it tanks. Now, if one of you is, I don't know, a baker and one of you is a mechanic, you're probably fine. Those are two very unrelated industries. Or if one of you is a personal trainer or online trainer and one of you is an accountant, see, those are far enough away industries where one's not going to take down the other. So you're going to be just fine. But don't forget, if you choose to not fully own the destiny of one of your income sources, then it's your fault when it goes away. You are gambling on somebody else's abilities and desires by not taking at least one of these income sources into your own hands. Now, the third thing to know is this. Don't just go start a whole bunch of income sources at once now that you've heard this and now that you're panicking. Trust me, you have time. Unless you know there's a like pending doom right around the corner for you in a couple of months, then you have plenty of time to do this right. And here's how you do it right. The first thing you do is you have to choose an extra income source that you really love. Do what you love and and the path will be that much easier. The possibilities are endless. Side hustles are turning into significant income every single day now. I mean, it's the norm. Then start to build it with a smart plan and urgency and intention. This has to be a major priority in your life. Start to build it with a smart plan intention, and urgency. And only build one additional income stream at a time. Only build one additional income stream at a time until it has massive momentum and security. Remember that scattered focus gets scattered results. I see this all the time. I work with way too many entrepreneurs. They're like, oh, you know what? This year, I'm going to start this e-course. I'm going to start this mastermind. I'm going to start this podcast. I'm going to start this. And they're all going to pay me this much. And it never works out. It's because they're not doing it right. What you must do is take one new income source, take it deep, take it deep, and then reinvest the time and the money and the energy and the contacts and the success from that one into your next one. That's how you do multiple income sources. That's how you add additional income sources if you want to get to three or four or five or six. And then last but not least, here's a bonus tip. Try to make sure at least one of your income sources is passive. Try and make sure at least one of your income sources is passive. What that means is it doesn't require you to be healthy and working in order for it to keep coming in. I mean, stuff is going to happen in life, guys. You're going to get sick for six months or a year. You're going to get in a car accident. You're going to have to take care of a loved one. Like Stuff happens and you need passive income to turn to when stuff happens. It can't just be two income sources where you're both muscling it out or if you're one person uh, where you're muscling both of them out and you know they only pay you if you're physically doing something at the time. So it's things like this. Rental income. If you buy you know, rental properties, you start getting uh, rental income as profit. Royalties. That can be from a number of things. Books, music, art, 
videos, you know, you name it, e-courses that you create once and they continue to sell and sell and sell and sell and sell. Licensing deals where you're licensing out your image or your intellectual property into other deals that continue to pay you over time. Residual income, like you make in network marketing companies. Investment income from dividends or startups that are starting to pay you from some of the profit that they're making. Or even income from loans that you made. If you have a lot of cash and you're making smart loans to other people, that interest income can be one of your income sources. Passive income is everywhere if you seek it. But it's best to try and make sure that at least one of your income sources are passive. Those are my thoughts. And those are my, quite honestly, strong recommendations on multiple streams of income and your lifestyle. Remember this. The most important of all the tips I just gave you is to plan as though one of your income sources will go away at some point and live as though it wouldn't matter. Plan as though one of your income sources will go away at some point and live as though, mathematically, that it wouldn't matter. Meaning, get to the point where if any one of your income streams went away tomorrow, you would not have to change your lifestyle. That's the goal. That's what we're all working towards here. And I hope you're working towards it with urgency. That's how you make sure that you're set financially. And listen, I teach a ton about this formula and other formulas like it in my new Money Principles course that I just launched. All the answers are there. The answers I wish I had before these things happened to me. You see, I put them there so you wouldn't have to suffer through a story like I told in the beginning of the show. So go right now and check it out at thetruthaboutmoney.com. Thetruthaboutmoney.com. And as a thank you, by the way, for doing the right thing, going and checking it out, for taking a risk in yourself and for listening to the show, I've made it stupidly affordable. I'm giving you $50 off just for listening. That's it. $50 off just for listening, even though it was already the best priced money course on the market. So use this coupon code when you go check it out. Money. Pretty easy to remember, right? Use the coupon code MONEY to get $50 off when you go to thetruthaboutmoney.com. Thetruthaboutmoney.com. Because listen, when you finally learn this formula and all the other formulas and the right ways of living, that's when good people make good money and do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.